Hey everyone, you're listening to the Kurt Landry Podcast, where we're going to help you discover your kingdom destiny. My name is Daryl, and sitting right beside me, it's his show, it's Rabbi Kurt Landry. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing the topic of artificial intelligence, better known as AI. We're going to break down how this new technology will impact the spreading of the gospel. But before we jump into this episode and much more, Rabbi, how's it been going, man? Hey, listen, I'm doing really good. Uh, I'm excited about what's happening in the world. There's a lot of things shifting, but I think that if I could kind of, where I'm at, I'm looking for the opportunity in the chaos. Because anytime there's this much shaking, some good things are going to shake loose. And I want to encourage people to have that attitude. And one of the things that, you know, I'm real excited about this subject today, talking about AI, artificial intelligence. Listen, I, I've been praying about this for about three years and actually started to kind of on my own researching it. And so I'm just excited about this, this subject. And um, I know I've got, uh, anyway, I'm just, I'm just really pumped about the opportunities here. Anytime we can spread the gospel through any format, to me, that's a good thing. You know, you, you really, about salvation, here's the thing. If you can just, you know, that there's actually over 1 billion people. This, this isn't my stats. This is off, I think, Barnum. 1 billion people in the world have never heard the gospel. Never. And, and what people have to understand is with all this technology and what we have, we have a responsibility, at least give them an opportunity here and make a choice. You know, what a sad thing that someone goes to hell. I mean, you have to believe in heaven and hell, and I do. And uh, many years ago, I actually, uh, my pre, uh, uh, my late teens and my um, uh, unsaved days, I actually had an overdose on LSD. And, and when I overdosed on the LSD, I actually had an experience where I went to hell and, and had a very horrible experience with Satan and everything. And you would say, well, that's horrible. But <laughs> to be honest with you, you know, what the enemy meant for bad, the Lord turned to good. One of my motivations to share the gospel with as many people and, and any, uh, listen, I'll go anywhere and share the gospel. Uh, and, uh, I, and one of the reasons is because that experience, it was so terrifying. I, I can just say this. It was almost like I was on the verge of like a nervous breakdown and losing my mind. I was mm. so tormented in this overdose atmosphere of it, it felt like I physically was in hell and I was facing Satan and he said he was going to kill me. And, um, and my wife wasn't saved at the time. She didn't know this was happening to me with Christy. She prayed to God. She actually, at that time, unsaved people, she prayed. And I believe her prayer was heard, pulled me out. And obviously I survived it, but I've never forgotten. And so to me, when I look at statistics like that over a billion people have never heard the gospel, if we have an opportunity to reach them so that they don't go to hell, to me, that's probably the ultimate responsibility of a Christian is to share that uh, that reality because I can tell you that my hell experience was uh, um, you wouldn't wish it upon your worst enemy. So episode five, this is going to be the first episode um, of the Kurt Landry podcast that we're bringing in a special guest. And uh, this one individual is just incredible in the sense uh, from the marketing side, but from the 
AI side. He's got a big background in it. Um, his name is Tucker Dunleavy, and he's uh, Kurt Landry Ministries Senior Director of Digital and Creative Marketing, and super blessed to have Tucker on our team, but uh, d- definitely wanted to bring him in to kind of break down his perspective on uh, coming on board for the ministry and what we can use technology and how we can spread the gospel. But before we bring him in, Rabbi, uh, you know, at at this point leading into the AI discussion, it's been hot for the past couple of years, right? I guess simply, simply ask what point, if it was prophetically or is it a moment of vision, a dream, like what led you to this point? Um, of saying, okay, like I feel like that CLM is going to take on AI and we're going to take it uh, to the next level to spread the gospel. Okay. You know, one of the reasons I like the Kurt Landry podcast, I get to be very transparent. So I'm just going to share my experience. So roughly about three years ago, maybe a little bit longer, I, I was looking at the AI and listen, I'm an optimistic person. I always look at things and maybe too optimistic sometimes, but anyway, I was looking at it and I was having a, a, confer- a conversation with some other uh, Christian leaders. And I said, you know what, this AI, I, I, I think I'm going to uh, do something with AI. And when I did, um, basically there was a real negative response. Oh my gosh, this, this is the antichrist. <laughs> this is the, I can't believe you're going to do it. And, and I had some people pretty close to me, almost like on the rebuking stage, like telling you can't do this. This is the devil. You're this. And I, and I, I'm going, okay, well maybe it is. And so, so I, I said, okay, I'm going to back off. I literally told him, I said, okay, I'm not going to do this right now, but I am going to research it. So anyway, my son-in-law and I, Paul didn't tell anybody, but we thought, okay, we're going to research this. And when I'm talking about research, I'm talking about attorneys and people like Tucker you're going to talk about. And I mean, we went deep into this thing. And uh, But before I did that, what I did is I went to the Lord and I prayed and I said, Lord, tell me. I said, man, my brothers are like stoning me out here with this thing. As I, have I lost my mind? And, and, uh, and I literally said that in my prayer. And, and what the Lord told me prophetically was he said, it's a rock. I said, okay, it's a rock. What do you mean? He said, it's just a rock. He said, it's a rock. You can either take a rock and kill your brother, Abel. You can kill Abel. Cain can kill Abel with a rock. Or you can be King David and use the rock to kill the Goliath. And he says, it's all the intention of the heart. So I said, all right, I get it. It's the heart. So my heart is to preach the gospel, bring the good news to places I can't get to, and you know, AI has a lot of features and abilities to be able to do that. So I really sense that's when we started to research it. We moved for almost two years. And then obviously we're blessed to find Tucker and he came into our lives. And, you know, here here he is a Christian and also has AI experience. And we have another gentleman named Stefan and he has AI experience. And so, you know, anytime you do something, now listen, most of my Christian brothers that were close to me now that I have shared with them, and then, you know, Daryl, I shared with them me speaking Espanol, <laughs> and, and they looked at that from AI. It's like, all of a sudden, okay. So in the three-year period, I had everyone kind of against me, and now everyone's going, go, Kirk, go. This is great. But one of the things people don't realize is that in order to have proof of concept and with technologies that are pioneering, what I don't care what it is. It just takes time to be able to wrestle 
the thing to the ground to where you can function. And we're just now getting there, but I think it's one of the greatest tools to be able to spread the gospel and save people from going to hell that uh, ever. I mean, I, I think it's great. And we want to kind of share that on this podcast with people because, uh, man, it's just, it's, it's something obviously that can be used for evil, but it's also something that can be used for good. I think it has to do with the heart and what you put in the funnel. Podcast at KurtLandry.com. If you have questions, uh, any thoughts that you want to share with us, um, you know, hopefully we get a ton, Rabbi. I mean, we, it's been trickling in. Uh, but again, if you have anything, make sure you just put the title and the subject line so we know uh, what it's about. And so, uh, you know, we can get it to Rabbi and we can just analyze it and decide what to do with it. But again, that's podcast at KurtLandry.com. And Rabbi, I, th- I think you mentioning Kurt Landry in Espanol is a good segue to bring in our guy, Tucker. Nathan, go ahead and pod Tucker in for us. Tucker. Hey, Daryl. Rabbi, thanks for having me. Yeah. It's so great to have you. I mean, listen, I... Uh, I know you've only been with us a short while, but you're such a blessing and um, such a great, uh, I I wished you were here on campus with us, but I I know that uh, you're not, but it's just, you're just, we, your presence and your work is so appreciated. And uh, Christy and I just love having you in our family. Well, thanks Rabbi. I really appreciate that. And yeah, it's, it feels like a lot longer. I think I've been here about, Going on half a year now, um, we've been moving quickly, and I really have enjoyed working with uh, the team here, Daryl, uh, and everyone on the media and marketing departments. Uh, it's been quite the experience, um, learning a lot, and you know, I'm really happy to be here today to talk about AI and and how we can use that technology to reach, uh, you know, new hearts with with an advance, you know, the kingdom, but also just to get your perspective, which is unique to me. So before jumping into that, just I am um, in New England. We're getting a lot of snow today. The kids actually have another snow day. How's uh, the weather looking like over there in uh, Oklahoma? (laughs) Yeah, it's the same thing here. We've got snow and ice and, you know, low temperatures. Uh, (laughs) The the difference here is it won't last long. Like next week, it could be like 40 or 50 degrees. But uh, yeah, we're we're in. Uh, we've been uh, the school. You know, we have a school here at House of David, uh, Covenant Academy, and the kids are home because we just we don't want people out on the roads. But it, it's really it's not too bad. Good, good. Yeah. Well. Um, anyway, if we want to jump into AI, I, I'm really excited. I have I have kind of a list of questions for you, and then I'd love you know to just give my input and thoughts on this whole topic. I think, you know, to start, Daryl, thanks for the introduction, by the way, man. Really nice. Um, Just a little background. So yeah, I I consider myself a tech and AI enthusiast. Uh, Just a nice rephrasing of the term geek. (laughs) Um, And like many um, in the modern world, uh, I've spent my entire life, uh, my, my adult career working behind a screen. So it's something that I've sort of grown up with and I've become very familiar with over the years. Um, Yeah, before uh, before coming to the ministry, before coming to Kurt Landry Ministries, I was actually working um, as the creative director for uh, an AI company based in New Zealand uh, that had a headquarters just out of uh, New York City. So just to a little background, um, I worked on a subset of uh, generative AI, which is called 
natural language generation or NLG. And I'll stop with the acronyms after that because I can already tell that everyone's eyes are glossing over. So, um, but essentially, the our AI system would analyze your data and then provide written summaries, or reports, or insights in English, natural language. Um, so that's my background, and I worked there for about six years before coming to the ministry. So a big pivot here in my career and my path, one that I felt really called to, and I think, I mean, that final, as they would say, nail in that coffin was I, I, I was weighing my options, and, you know, one of the first things that came up was was how, Rabbi, you were considering bringing in this artificial intelligence into the church and into the ministry, and that of course, coming from my background, just resonated on such a level with me. And it was something that was so unfamiliar. As someone who has been in the process of rediscovering and uh, rededicating his life to to God and to Scripture and to really deepening that relationship, it was like a no-brainer situation um, when I heard that, that you were looking at bringing in AI. Because it's just, it's it's something, it's not an industry that we were certainly looking at serving. It's not something that I think is, um, I think it's a, it's pretty divisive still across the board. And so I just love, you know, first and foremost, I love that Kurt Landry Ministries is open and willing to leverage this technology in a way that will reach, you know, hearts and expand those, you know, advance that kingdom of God and his message um, to these nations uh, through whatever means possible. I, I love that take. I love that you're saying, hey, this is you know a neutral technology. It's something that can be used for good or for bad. And if it's there and available, then we are going to leverage it and we are going to use it. So I think that's just a great uh, position to take. Yeah. Special guest, Tucker Dunlavey, Senior Director, Digital and Creative Marketing here at Kurt Landry Ministries. First guest on the Kurt Landry Podcast, and we're talking about artificial intelligence, uh, looking at the impact of spreading the gospel. Uh, I I guess a question to both of y'all. So when you look at AI and you look at traditional spreading the gospel, Rabbi, right, and where those two things actually meet because we're at a really unique spot uh and tucker i'd I'd love for you to break down and and really tell the listeners more about kurt landry in espanol um but where do those two things really meet if it's in the middle if it's on one end or the other but like where are we trying to go in general with that, because a lot of the listeners are going to want to know, okay, Rabbi, you introed it. Yeah, they've been listening the past couple years, but now um, a brand new YouTube channel, it's doing really well and is reaching people internationally. Um, where are we going to go with this? Okay, so let's let's bring the scripture in, and this was the scripture that. Uh, listen, I had Matthew twenty four, you know, as somebody who ministers in Israel with Jewish people and and understanding the connection to blessing Israel and the end times prophetic uh, fulfillment of things in Israel. Matthew 24, red letter Jesus says, verse 14, and this gospel of the kingdom, and that in itself is loaded because we don't just preach like some denominational gospel uh, for 33 years now. This is my 33rd year, but the gospel of the kingdom, and we've always preached kingdom. 
and and it says will be preached. So the, so Jesus says Jesus is prophesying here. He says it will be preached in all the world as it is written to all nations. And then the end will come. So everyone's wanting the rapture. People wanting the Lord to come. And But the key is this gospel of the kingdom, the, the real gospel, needs to be preached to all the nations. Then the end will come. So I, I shared earlier in the podcast that, you know, according to statistics, over one billion people have not heard the gospel. So, so that's kind of my foundation is, listen, I understand the ministry of is to the Jew first. We published my book, Reclaiming Our Forgotten Heritage in Hebrew. Man, you talking about some pushback on that. In fact, the pushback <laughs> even got us on to the Jerusalem Post here recently. <laughs> and, and, and so I was laughing with the kids, I, with Paul and Megan. I said, we finally made it to the Jerusalem Post. But of course, it was a negative uh, article about having our book in Hebrew and, and soldiers getting it and loving the book and uh, the, the testimony of it. But anytime you do something where you're actually fulfilling Matthew 24, 14, you're preaching the gospel to all the nations. You know, the scripture is very clear that the inheritance, I'm just going to be kind of theologically here, you have to understand the real inheritance for a Christian is not material goods and things, although he fulfills his covenant by providing those things, but the real riches is the nations. And so it's it's the uh, the ethnos, it's those the, the people of the earth. So the fact that, to me, time is short— and the only way for us to get to the nations of the earth is with AI. And, and so it's here. Uh, we're going to harness it. Uh, and we'll try to keep it as pure and holy as we can with the content that flows in. We'll guard the content that's there. But man, what an accelerator of content to preach the gospel to those who are lost. So I answered your question a long way with the scripture. Mm -hmm. There's more scriptures than that. But anyway, I I feel as a as a spiritual father, I have a mandate to uh share the good news. Yeah, Rabbi, uh in in a few moments, I really want you to jump into the month of Shavat and how that really uh plays biblically into kind of what we're doing here, especially with Kurt Landry in Espanol. But Tucker, let's bring you back in on this. So Rabbi broke down the biblical side um, of, of spreading the gospel and and looking at AI and and using it. Where do you kind of sit, you know, kind of the middle of like the uh, digital marketing side, also with the content um, and, 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 and using these tools to really reach more souls? So, yeah, I mean, I think, first off, all press is good press. That's a marketing thing. I stand by that. So, hey, even if it wasn't a great article, hey, you made it into the paper. Okay. So let's be, let's, let's celebrate that. <laughs> Amen. Right. Okay. So <laughs> now, and it's true to, to a point, especially in, in 2024 now. I mean, it's just divisive marketing everywhere. So anyway, um, speaking specifically to AI. So I think that um, these tools, you know, at our disposal, the way I look at it and my take is, you know, even as someone who's worked in this field for a long time is this, having seen what's, what's coming and what's been built so far and just being very close to the subject, there's a lot of pushback and hesitancy from a lot of different people and especially those uh, in, in church and religion, in the ministry. Um, some of it is fear. 
um, out of being replaced. Some some of it is, you know, people are going to, AI is going to take jobs, right? That's like the age old tale. Um, some of it is hesitancy around whether or not it goes against what um, God's teachings or if it's at its root, something that is, you know, evil or should not be explored uh, by the church. Now, I look at AI as regardless of the intent behind the technology. It's, as we know, especially after last year with OpenAI releasing ChatGPT and then generative AI becomes this like household term, it's here to stay. So my take has always been if the technology exists and it's it's not going away, it's not a fluke, it's not just a phase, it's not a fad, and that's been, I think, proven over the past year especially, then how can we use that technology? Uh, you know, it's really not a question of how even. I mean, we have to look at how, but it's really a, a question of, you know, it's 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 not a question of how. It's really more a question of... Um, when we can begin implementing so we don't fall behind the curve. And I know that sounds, you know, for, for our, for the industry we're in, for what we're doing here as a ministry, it, it's, it's a unique vantage point and it's a unique perspective, but I think it still applies even from a marketing perspective to some degree that we need to stay, you know, at least keep pace with these technologies to sort of um, keep up with whether it be, you know, uh, uh, bad actors that are trying to spread negative messages, for example. I think that what we're doing here is trying to spread that positivity through AI. And yes, we can reach new languages. Uh, Kurt Landry uh, and Espanol is a great example of that, right? We're, we're seeing new subscribers come in all because all we did was use um, an AI tool um, that uses um, a natural language processor. It hears what you're saying, Rabbi. It translates that to Spanish in your own voice. Um, and then you know, produces that video. And because of that, now we're reaching new people with the message. It's a positive message. It's a, it's a good message. And I think that, so it, this long-winded answer is to say it's a tool that I think we really need to harness regardless of, of the take because it's here to stay. And those that don't adopt it, and I talk, I mean, I, I've said this to artists, to musicians, so all these people that are very scared that they're losing jobs. It's not about replacing it's, it's really just about augmenting their ability and changing their workflow. And this has been done. I mean, every revolution, in, especially in America and in the world that's, that's happened, whether it be the industrial or whatever, there's always been a shift in workforce to sort of a new tech, to support a new technology, a new way of life, a new, um, you know, engineering process. So it's, it's not, this is not like the first time that there's been a pivotal shift in a workforce and I think that we, those that embrace it to an extent will continue to flourish in the future. So that's my take on AI in general. I think we have to use it to remain competitive and just relevant in the world. Um, so now, Tucker, that, go ahead. Tucker, w- one thing I want to throw into this conversation and get you to speak on, and then you and Rabbi go back and forth on it. Um, but from an accuracy standpoint. I mean, we've got people on our staff that uh, speak Spanish, they're fluent, um, and we've sent this to a lot of people before we went to market with it, right? That the accuracy in the teaching, in the message, in the tone is accurate to what rabbi is saying in English. So, 
Um, that's one thing I really wanted to throw this in there because the different dialects and, um, you know, just where this content is going, I, I don't want people to think that, um, you know, we're just dubbing something here, right? It, it is really groundbreaking type of technology and the translation is almost 100% accurate. Right. I mean, there, there's always a little bit depending where you're actually uh, from and, and, and what dialect. But like speak to the accuracy of the AI for the Kurt Landry in Espanol channel. And we'll be right back. It's a new year and a new you. Have you ever wondered how to stay consistent with growing spiritually, but also winning and achieving your goals you have for yourself this year? Get your free download of My Goals to Grow by visiting KurtLandry.com forward slash grow 2024. That's KurtLandry.com forward slash grow 2024. I'll help answer questions like, where do I start? How do I walk in the spirit? Or how do I do spiritual warfare? Or how do I believe that I'm more than a conqueror? Understanding that Matthew 6.33 positions us for success in this year ahead. That seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things will be added unto us. The fruit of the Spirit is evident in his covenant. Know this, that if you can establish his covenant in your heart and in your mind, you will be successful this coming year. So get your free download for Goals to Grow 2024 by visiting KurtLandry.com forward slash grow 2024 or visit the show notes in this episode. There are some projects that really touch your heart. And this is interesting because uh, our son-in-law, Paul Marcelino, his dad, Yokanan Marcelino, helped to produce this book. And the whole purpose of this book, Jerusalem Rising, is to be able to bring visual evidence that Jerusalem and Israel actually belongs to the children of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that this is the land of Isaac. And, um, and the miracle power, you know, they say that a picture's worth a thousand words, and uh, this book captures that. So listen, I'm really blessed for a limited time and why supplies last. You can get a 30% discount by entering the promo code of rising. And so what you need to do is go to kurtlandry.com forward slash rising and you can be able to claim your discounted copy of Jerusalem Rising. So that's kurtlandry.com forward slash rising Get a 30% discount now while supplies last. Hey, one more thing. After this episode, I would love for you to go and download and listen to another podcast on the One New Man Network, and that's called Generations at the Table with Megan Marcelino. This show is perfect for discovering how to grow your family in faith by knowing your Jewish roots. Megan breaks down all of her knowledge on how to unlock your family's kingdom destiny by honoring Yeshua. You can find her show on the One New Man Network on your favorite podcast app. All right, now back to the show.
Yeah, I mean, it's it's really incredible. Um, and something I always like to tell people is because everyone's so blown away by these technologies, like um, this. So that's a natural language processor. It's analyzing the actual sound waves from Rabbi's voice, and then it's able to replicate his voice based on that sort of uh, uh, learning those what those sound waves look like. And it's a really interesting technology because it's it feels to us like it's mastered. I would say it's accuracy. I mean, I I'm not fluent. I don't speak Spanish, <laughs> uh, but in terms of just just the feedback we've we've received and what I've seen for those systems is it's incredibly accurate. And what I love to say to people is just remember if you're blown away now, AI is today at the it's it's the least powerful. It's at the worst state that it will ever be in. So if you're blown away now, and that's why, again, it leads back into this keeping pace and using this tool for, for, for leveraging this tool as best we can, because if everyone is so blown away, I mean, this is just getting started. And um, that is both extremely exciting and incredibly scary. I can see why people are nervous, um, because to your point, it is incredibly accurate. His flow, the pacing, the tonality is perfect. So what if I, as a bad actor, come in and say, hey, I, I'm just going to take a video clip of Rabbi and throw it into HeyGen or another provider and create my own? And so that's where we're seeing some of those bad actors already crop up. A lot of celebrities have filed a lot of cease and desists against specific channels that are not them, Mr. Beast. I mean, some of the biggest creators out there are now being sort of attacked in a way their identity is being uh, uh, really attacked with these sort of fakes that have cropped up. These deep, you know, AI deep fakes is probably a term you've heard before. So it's exciting. It's incredibly accurate, um, which is, again, just a, a little daunting as well as we kind of move into this uncharted territory. So, Rabbi, I, I guess me and Tucker have really spoken on in the... It's, I guess in that breath on the accuracy and just how much testing we, we did to make sure that this is the best um, that we could put out and that it's right. What was the re reaction that you got from anybody that you shared this with? What's just the feedback that you've received personally on it? Um, well, as we say in Oklahoma, uh, when I showed it at, in uh, House of David, on the Shabbat service, it uh, in, we have a saying in Oklahoma that the people's face look like a, uh, a cow looking at a new gate. <laughs> uh, and so for those that don't know what that means at uh, Oklahoma, we have a lot of sayings like that. Um, uh, what it is like their, their eyes are wide open, their jaws dropping. Listen, this is their rabbi. People have known me for 20 years plus in the house watching it. And you've got people who are uh, like Peggy and Max. It was so funny because, you know, they're in their late seventies. They've been with me 23 years. Uh, they're the hospitality pastors in house of David. And they're literally sitting there just staring at it's, it's messing with their head because it is so real. The voice inflection and what it did to Christy and I when first time we saw it, we were at the breakfast room table at our house and um, we just started laughing. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm talking about, but not laughing like it's funny, but the joy of the Lord, because we knew this was our answer. Listen, I made a promise to the Lord in 1991 in Israel uh, that I would be a voice. And um, because of the hell experience, I told you, I, listen, I don't want anyone going to hell. So 
I realized when this came, I thought, but listen, I'm, I'm entrepreneurial. Listen, I, yes, I am what I don't really have labels. You know, I'm the best label I have is rabbi, which means teacher, but I, I teach, I'm a businessman. You guys all know that you work, work for me. So you understand where I'm coming from. So I, I'm very entrepreneurial. I understand the risks. I've spent 33 years in Israel, the startup nation. Uh, I, I have a business in Israel. So I, I understand all the risks, but here's the thing. The scripture says what you fear comes upon you. I'm aware of the risk. Listen, I, we started live streaming 15 years ago. And when I did that and spent all the money and didn't have any money then for it, everyone was going, oh my gosh, uh, that's too expensive. It's too risky. Uh, it's this. So I'll just give you a short story, uh, Tucker. This is what happened. You know where we're at. We're out in the middle of nowhere here, okay? They had fiber optic in the city of Grove. I asked them, I want to I want to live stream. And they laid fiber optic across Sailboat Bridge all the way out to here for free. Didn't charge me a dime so that we could do it. And um, so stuff like that happens. And, and the thing is, if you'll pioneer and, and start taking baby steps toward what God's asked you to do, he'll bring the provision. So listen, nobody is telling me that, uh, oh, you were, you know, 15 years later, live streamings of the devil or it was bad, but we were criticized. So I, I think what happens is you have to extend mercy and grace to those that don't understand, produce the best product that you can. I agree with what Tucker's saying. Uh, AI is at the at the worst that it is. It's going to do nothing but get better. It's not going away. Look, you know, listen. If you look at TBN and you look at the testimony of, of Jan and Paul Crouch, uh, you know their Assembly of God when when they were in Los Angeles and they started to say, "Hey, we're going to do Christian television." Oh, televisions of the devil, movies of the devil. You know all that Assembly of God stuff. Well, um, obviously. They had to pioneer it, you know, with their one chair and a shower curtain. And look where TBN is now. Look how many people have been saved through just TBN. And and they were criticized. And and Daystar uh, with Marcus Lamb and Joni, same thing. Like anytime you're pioneering, and I, I will say this to, to ministers that are listening, you need to girt yourself up in holiness and sanctification and spiritual warfare because when you go on the airways, you're battling the prince of the air. Who's the prince of the air? Satan. So you're battling Satan himself. But the thing is, when we 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 prayed for like three years before we did the live stream 15 years ago, we have prepared for AI for three years. And I knew that once we launch with this, that you know the enemies there's going to be pushback. But you have to go back to... Jesus on the cross, you know. Uh, What's the biblical significance of the number three? Well, three, the, the most powerful of the number three, in Hebrew, it's salosh. And what it means is uh, actually, uh, it talks about it in Ecclesiastes, Solomon. He said, one is easily overtaken, two, not so easy, but a threefold cord's not easily broken. So anytime you have mm. God in your life, body, soul, and spirit, God the Father, God the Son, the Holy Spirit, the, the Trinity, anytime you're in, and three is also covenant. So when, when you're in covenant with God and you're in agreement with him, then um, if God be for you, who can stand against you? So you're more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus that gives you strength. And so, but you, in order to pioneer stuff like this, I'm going to do some teaching in 2024 on pioneer spirit. 
I've actually got some friends who are pioneers that have pioneered some things, and I want to talk to interview them on this podcast. But what, when you're a pioneer, you have to be able to have the fear of God, love those who don't understand you and persecute. Listen, don't, don't argue with them. Just love them. They're not there yet. Knowing that most likely, kind of like Joseph's brothers in the Bible, you know, they thought that they killed him. They didn't know that he went into slavery. But if you get to the end of Genesis, it says what the enemy meant for bad, the Lord meant for good to bring life to many. So Joseph was reunited with his family and everybody was saved and prospered by Joseph's separation for a time. And, and, and here's the key is we're not going to argue with people over uh, whether or not AI is good, bad, or indifferent. We're going to produce good content use it for the good of the kingdom and for souls. And and like everything else we do in Kurt Landry Ministries, we'll do it with the level of excellence that we're capable with, with the resources and the talent that we have, because we do our work as unto the Lord. I, I, I feel really good about this. Listen, for those that are listening, and I'm not naive to the counterfeits and all the the, the pitfalls in this. But what you have to do is trust God, have the firewalls, and and do what you can do. Uh, hire good people like Daryl and Tucker, and and got Nathan here and Stefan, and we we just have a great group. And and here's the thing: is I know for a fact for all of us at House of David, we're a voice. We're called to do this, and I'm rejoicing with the Lord that you know what someday all of us. And all the Kurt Landry ministry partners in House of David, you're going to meet Jesus. And when you do, you want to hear, like I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. And then I really believe, because of a visitation I had in heaven one time, I believe he's going to introduce you and say, I want you to meet your brothers and sisters that because of you, they're here. And I hope that you see a line that goes all the way out to the horizon and every partner that sows a seed into Kurt Landry Ministries. um, When someone gives their lives to the Lord through this technology and through all the things that we do, uh, your name is going to be in that book. Powerful. That's so good. Um, Tucker, from your perspective, looking at just marketing and digital marketing and creative marketing, uh, j- just that whole realm of the internet, to you, is using AI to, say, translate in different languages, is, is that one of the main avenues that you kind of think that we're all heading towards in terms of spreading the gospel and utilizing technology? Yeah, Daryl, that's a, it's a good question. I think, I think it's absolutely a strong use case for AI, right? I think that technology exists. It's almost to a place where I would call perfected. Um, and clearly there is value to being able to convert the message, the gospel to all these different languages and then present it, um, not only just as a dub, but presented in in rabbis like actual tonality and inflection to those people in different languages. I think that's super powerful. I also think that, you know, as having been in AI for a while, it's also sort of a, it's, it's, 
it's almost like a smaller use case in terms of AI. So it's that sort of segues perfectly into something that's been on my mind a lot lately when we talk about AI in the church is, you know, Rabbi, do you feel like there's a threshold or maybe a limit to like a line to how much involvement AI, like how much involvement um, the AI should have in the church? Uh, is, is there, is there, even if something is used for a, in a positive way, is there still something that would cross a line? I want to give you a few examples before you respond. So uh, the language translation to me is, is, is pretty neutral. I, I feel like that, won't, that will be well-received by most. Now, there's already a few others out there. So uh, a ministry out in, I believe, uh, California has created something called Bible GPT. It's a spinoff of ChatGPT, except it was only trained on different versions of the scripture of the Bible. And when you ask it a question, it's a chatbot, right? You can ask it any question. And it responds in accordance with how it's been trained. Now, just real, real quick, LLM, large language model, it's just trained on uh, a vast amount of data or a very specific amount of data that you feed to it. So it, it, this uh, AI platform system has been trained on different versions of the Bible and then will respond in accordance. Is that, you know, that that's one example of... of how AI is being used or has been brought into the church, do you feel like something like that is too far or is that still, uh, if it's being used for good and it's spreading the word and helping people devote themselves and rediscover and maybe even like dive deeper into what is being said in the Bible, is that still something you would consider as a positive for the church? Um, yeah, I think it's positive. And I know that in our own experience, like uh, what we're, really working on is keeping the top of funnel content uh for me it has to be our content and it and it really has to be pretty pure now as far as putting the bible into that content i have no problem with that and and so what they're doing there is they're putting in different translations and and things so it would and i don't know i'm not familiar with this ministry but it would it would have to be the the proper theological and doctrinal uh, correct translations based off what your ministry stands for. You know that's their responsibility. It's not mine. No, it's not crossing a line for me. Um, you know, one of my heart's desires is to do uh, uh, devotionals that are actually uh, with our content to where. People who are saying, "Okay, I I filled out the goals to grow by, okay, and um, I have I've written my top three goals, and I've also written what I need, what I fear. Like, like let's say, let's say I have a, a fear of failure. Um, I have uh, I have rejection. Okay, uh, I have an orphan spirit. I, I don't have a high self worth. Okay, so the way to deal with those issues is to have a devotional that is actually targeted on the weaknesses of your life. And if you'll feed on those scriptures and those devotionals, what happens is then you spend your devotional time in anointed transforming scriptures and devotional wisdom to how to apply it to overcome and transform the fear into faith. 
Okay. And so that I, I, I'm just telling you, that's where we're going with it. But that's going to be, so to say, content that that we're approving of and putting in. So um, I I don't I don't want to say. Uh, here, here, I guess my my biggest concern, and we're not going to do this here. So, but for other people, you could get real lazy with AI and say, "Hey, listen, like I want to write a book," and and you can just go and <laughs> basically have the AI write a book. Next thing you know, you know, you're sitting there, and here's my book. Uh, I, I, I I'm not going to do that. I understand how it works. I mean, I could crank out with all my material. Listen, we have you know like, like 20 years of recorded material here, so uh, thousands of, of hours of, of material. But but the point is, is that I I don't I, I think that's an integrity issue. But I think each person has to you know say that. So for me, no, we're not going there. But the personal devotional for people, absolutely. Because I understand that you have to face your fear, identify your fear, put scriptures that allow you to overcome that fear and devotionals to know how to apply the wisdom. And we're going to do that. Podcast at curtlandry.com. Send your questions. Just make sure that you put a title on the subject line. Anything that we discuss, uh, especially Kurt Landry in Espanol, if you're listening and you want to share that with someone, we'll put the link to that YouTube channel in the show notes description of this episode. So, Rabbi, before uh, we end this discussion, and I'm sure we're going to have many more podcasts um, talking about this, but before we get there, let's talk about what this month is. It's the month of Shabbat. And how does that correlate to the discussion right now? Okay, and and you'll enjoy this, Tucker. So if you go into, in fact, uh, one of the things I'm bringing into my own personal life is bringing the Hebrew month and then the first Friday of the Hebrew month, I'm going to be doing teaching on that month. And, and so that people can kind of experience like how their life actually, you can look back over 2023 and look at the Hebrew months for each one of them mean, and you can look back and say, oh my gosh, my life actually kind of had a similar trending according to God's calendar. And so, but this month, like we're having this discussion, the month of Shavat. It's interesting that that uh, you all guys all know the, the the story in the Bible. So you have Moses forty years in the wilderness. All right, he's forty years in the wilderness, and now he's he's at the month of Shavat. What does he do? He literally gets uh, six hundred thousand men. He puts them in one place, and he the it says in the Talmud. And in the Bible, it alludes to, but the Talmud goes into great length about that. And the Talmud is is, is basically Hebraic rabbinical uh, commentary. Okay, so it's not inspired, but it comes from our rabbis that are orthodox and very well taught. But also in the Bible, we know that this this event happened. So this is roughly about 30 days before he goes on to go to heaven. They're getting ready to go into the promised land. So he says, listen, in order for you to go in the promised land, I want to give you some oral communication. It's called the oral law. And what he does is Moses speaks to 600,000 people in 70 different languages. And we don't know how he did that, but it was so important that basically the, from the father's heart, this is what Moses was doing. Listen, you're going into the promised land. I'm not. You're going in with Joshua and Caleb, 
But this is what you need to understand, not just to get into the land, but how to stay in the land. And so he gave oral communication of the law in 70 different languages. So this month, Shavat is kind of like the modern day AI. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, it, so, so when all this discussion of us launching Kurt Landry Espanol and Shavat and all these conversations, I thought to myself, see, here's another thing that's happening because, you know, you can go through and follow with House of David, Kurt Landry Ministries, you can follow the spring feast and, and then you can follow the fall feast and, and you'll learn a lot and grasp a lot of downloads because all of a sudden now God's seasons and patterns become your seasons and patterns, create intimacy and understanding with God. But if we do it every month, which I'm planning on doing, it was so powerful being at House of David talking about Shavat. Okay, Moses translating, uh, speaking to people in seventy different languages, and then at the end of the service, I brought up the video of Kurt Landry Espanol, and that's when everybody was looking at uh, like a cow <laughs> at the at a new gate. All right, so that's Shabbat. Um, we'll link that in the description so you can watch that. Uh, Tucker, Rabbi, uh, we have made it to the end of this episode. Tucker, one thing that we do for people that's made it to the deep end is what I call right up towards the very back end is we do something real quick. It's just final thoughts. We'll start with you. What's your final thoughts on this? Well, again, I just, I think it's so exciting to see Rabbi you know, to see you embrace this technology and just to be so optimistic and positive about the future and how we can really put a positive spin on this to reach new hearts and new minds with the gospel, with your message, with our vision for um, all of humanity, which is, of course, to really canvas the whole world with the, the message of God and advance his kingdom. I think it's such a cool opportunity and a great thing to be a part of. So I'm I'm just I am blessed and very thankful to be a part of this endeavor. Um, I think it will be really interesting. Again, I always love to say, I said it earlier, AI is the worst that it will ever be right now. So as we move into the future, I am very excited for the opportunities that will come from this technology and from us embracing this technology. You know, you look at uh, uh, church Tech Today findings, you know, that 43% are still uncomfortable, um, you know, using AI in the church. And there's a lot of pushback. But I think that with every innovation, with every, every single piece of technology that has came out, uh, there has been that sort of initial pushback. So I think that together we can work on really educating uh, the church community and ministering to sort of the masses that this is can be used for positive and we will work uh, hopefully at the forefront of developing those solutions. So very excited. Thank you guys again for having me here today. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Tucker. Listen, I'm totally in agreement with you. Here's the thing. Uh, and, and this is, I'm speaking to my staff right now. Um, we have to stay humble. We have to understand why we're doing it. We have to understand we're called to do it. Every good and perfect gift comes from him. We need to do our work as unto the Lord, but we also need not to get offended or have issues with people that disagree what we're doing. And we need to be like Clydesdale, so to say, put the blinders on, keep marching ahead. And, um, and some of the fear of, of this will pass. Listen, there will be bad stuff that happen with it. You know, we live in a fallen world, uh, but let's stay positive. 
love people. And, um, you know, we just recently put in two water wells uh, with the Elijah list with Steve Schultz, his ministry. We put two wells in, CLM did, and they sent me a video. And here's these little kids and they're playing in the water. They're drinking the water. And it, it's just so, so special. So what you have to look at as AI is this. Listen, there's technology with satellites now that Elon Musk is doing. And um, he's already had proof of concept. I, I don't know how much people know about it. But basically, these satellites are going to allow us to be able to go to those kids at that well with a very simple device. And even though they can't have cell phones, they can have this device. And we can bring the gospel of the kingdom to them with those devices. And that's probably about 12 to 24 months out. So we would actually buy the devices, give it to the kids. It's like, here's your water and here's your water in the spirit. So I'm so excited. And uh, I'm excited to see that these little babies that are in Africa and in India and all the different places of the world, that they'll have hear the good news and they'll be in heaven with us and not in hell. Tucker, Dane Levy. Hey, Tucker, thanks for taking a little bit of your extremely busy day to, to join us and be the first guest on the Kurt Landry podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me, Daryl. Anytime. Okay, Rabbi, well, this was a good episode. I know we're going to talk about it more uh, as, as people listen and download, especially this episode, to uh, get biblical truth um, on artificial intelligence. So I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, again, anything that we've discussed in this episode, you can just go to the show notes uh, in the description of this episode, and we'll have links for that. Rabbi, it was a pleasure. Until next time. Thank you.